Welcome to David Scott Podcast, episode number three. Today I'm going to be talking about having fulfillment in your career and what it means to structure your career around some very specific goals. We've all heard people talk about having passion and building your career around something that you're passionate about. And it's really, really important to be passionate about what you do. Without that passion, you're just going to lack the motivation to press through for that extra hour of effort that's needed or to get up extra early to pursue your success. So passion is really important. In fact, I think a lot of people who maybe get accused of laziness or get accused of not having enough work ethic simply lack the passion to give them that drive. When you're excited about something, you're passionate. Think about waking up early on Christmas morning when you were a kid because you were so excited about the gifts that you were going to be able to open. That's passion right there. And when you're excited about your career, when you're excited about your job or your business, you're going to get up, you're going to put in the extra effort, you're going to work extra hard because there's something that you want to achieve. But I'd like to argue that passion doesn't come first. You can't be 18 years old or 22 years old and just identify what you're passionate about in your life and build a career around that most of the time. There are a few lucky people that do. There are a few that decide from an early age they want to be a pilot or a doctor or an anesthesiologist or a lawyer. But most of us really struggle with identifying what our true passion is because our life experience has been so limited. When you're young, you haven't traveled. You don't know what you don't know. I'm at a point in my life where I can look at a much larger world and identify some things that had I known about them when I was younger, I might have pursued them as a career path. So what I'd like to argue is that it's more important to decide what you're passionate about as far as a lifestyle and then structure your career to achieve those things. For instance, are you passionate about travel? Should travel be an essential part of your career? Are you passionate about people and being with people? Are you a social person? Do you just get tons of energy and, and excitement about you know around having meetings or, or being in front of other people? Do you love being outdoors? Do you just enjoy being in the wilderness? Do you like traveling around and, and meeting with clients? And does that excite you? Or would you rather work in an office? Would you rather work on a farm? Those are the kinds of things that are really important to identify. One of the things that's important to me is my family. I have five kids. I have a wife. I love the ability to be home with them in the evenings and to spend weekends with my family. So I know one of the important things for my career is to have a structured work week where I have free time to be able to spend with them. If I had a job that required seven days a week of work or had really variable hours where I just didn't know when my days off would be, that would be a, a huge hit to my enjoyment of my career. Likewise, weekends, I really am, am so grateful that I don't work most weekends because I can spend time with my kids and my wife. So start to identify some of those things. That's going to be a really important starting point for you. The other thing that's important to me is income potential. I think part of my passion is being able to just knowing that there's no cap on my earning potential and being able to devise ways to increase that bandwidth. I want to earn an above average income and I want to know that there's no limitation on me. You might have that same desire. 
Usually though, that desire comes with a trade-off. You're giving up security for potential. Uh, for instance, a job as a, let's, let's just pick a, a career, a job as a nurse might pay an above average income, but it's a pretty set pay structure. And you can get raises with seniority, uh, but you, you're going to be you're going to be capped out at what the market has to offer. And the way you're going to earn more money is by working more hours or getting into more specialties. If you want that security and you want that above average income, then that might be the type of career that you pursue. On the flip side, if you're willing to give up the security of a fixed income for the potential of unlimited earning potential, you might go into sales. You might start your own business. You might pursue a career that's more entrepreneurial in its nature so that you don't cap yourself. You need to think about what the money means to you and what excites you. If you're motiv motivated by security, definitely take a look at a high paying job, a doctor, a lawyer, uh, something that's gonna be uh, of great value, but understand that you're getting paid for your time and your skill. On the flip side, as a business owner, you're not getting paid for your time or skill, but you're getting paid for the value that you generate for your clients. And as a business owner, you don't have to spend time necessarily to generate that value. For instance, if you develop a piece of software or an app that gives value to your clients, you might put in the time up front, but down the road as people pay you to use that tool, you're collecting money based on value, not based on hours. You're not gonna take a hit to your income if you decide to go play golf or if you decide to take a month off and travel through Europe. Those are the kinds of freedoms that might come from being a business owner or entrepreneur. Some of the things that have been important to me are being able to be home on the nights and weekends, but also being able to travel a little bit. I don't like the idea of having a job where I travel Monday through Thursday. I know people that have jobs like that. They're manufacturer representatives. They go visit the vendors or the, the partners that they, their manufacturer has, and they fly all around the country. And some people might love that, the idea of always being in a different city, being able to eat out at restaurants and stay in hotels. No doubt for many people, especially at a young age when they don't have a family, that might be a dream career. There might be the prospect of international travel. For me, I like to be able to travel a couple of times a year. My ideal would be maybe three to four times a year for business. The reason I, I enjoy business travel is because typically there are conferences and uh, there are experiences that I might not choose. There are places to go that I might not choose for a family vacation. I enjoy the, the lavish hotels in Las Vegas or the business conferences at the Four Seasons in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. There are some great trips that I've gotten to take because they were business trips and the expenses went through the company because it was a necessary conference for me. I love those kinds of trips. It just breaks up the monotony of the year, gives me something to look forward to if I know in two months I'm going to be flying out for a three or four day conference. Those are so much fun. But I wouldn't want to be doing that every single month. I wouldn't want that to be my regular schedule. So some, something to consider is, do you enjoy travel and how much? Once you start to jot down some of these things that you think would be an important part of your, your job, you can evaluate. 
do I want to work for another company or do I want to create a business that affords me this lifestyle? I'm an entrepreneur and I typically lean toward the business because I like owning my own company because I can be flexible. I can decide what product I sell. I can decide whether I have employees or don't have employees. I can decide how large my reach is. Do I serve regional customers, national customers, or global customers? I can decide how much or how little I'm in the office, how much or how little I interact with clients, how much or how little I travel. These are freedoms that I absolutely value and love. And I like having control over the size of my business, the size of my income, even though some of those things are very difficult. For instance, the size of your business, you, you might try and try and try to grow and struggle. There's no guarantee in business, but I like being able to have some impact on that. If my business doesn't grow, there's no one to blame but myself. If my business does grow, then I have more freedoms. The other thing that I absolutely enjoy and I think is essential for my own career and something to consider is having the flexibility to try new things and pursue new paths throughout the day. Right now, obviously, this is podcast number three. I'm starting a podcast. This is something that I really haven't been consistent with and something that I've wanted to do. And I think it's really important. It's a way to put some thoughts out into uh, you know, the public and to be able to hopefully add some value to some other people. And uh, I have the freedom to do that because I, I have flexibility over my schedule. So consider if you want to be able to actually change what you do on a day-to-day basis and try some new things. You might not have that flexibility if you're working for another company, but you might be able to do that if you work for yourself. My position is actually transitioning from a management position to more of a sales director and marketing position. As the owner of the company, I've been able to delegate a lot of the admin and operations management to, uh, to other people. But one of the things that's become really, really apparent to me is that I can play an incredible role in getting the name of my company out into the public awareness. And that's something that I'm, I'm really, I, I see the need for. So I'm starting to do more uh, content creation. Uh, I'm starting to be more active and even doing silly things like you know, playing uh, video games and posting those on TikTok and getting some followers and trying to just get some cross-pollination between different accounts where people start to recognize the name David Scott and maybe be curious about Scott Technology Group and what does it do? And so that's really important to me, and I love the freedom of being able to do that. Some of the career paths I'm going to talk about, so now that we've, we've discussed some things to consider when you're structuring your career, I want to talk about some things that you might look into, very specific career paths. I love the idea of marketing, becoming a, a skilled internet marketer. There's one gentleman that I enjoy Uh, His content, Billy Jean is marketing. You'll see him a lot, quite a bit on Facebook. I'm sure he's on other platforms as well. But Billy Jean is marketing has a ton of educational content. And just based on how much I've seen of him, I think he's very skilled at it. He helps companies market themselves, but he also teaches people how to become a skilled internet marketer, how to push their brand into the public awareness. 
I would definitely recommend taking a look at him because if you know how to make Facebook ads and LinkedIn ads and YouTube ads, if you know how to make those types of ads generate a return on investment, your value to companies is going to be tremendous. You could have you could work from home or work from wherever with a a laptop and a cell phone and you could be incredibly valuable to many many clients. You could live a very lavish lifestyle without having any employees, just being a, uh, a, a social media marketing company. I think that's a great option. The other, the other career that I really am fascinated by right now is the, um, the there, there's a guy named Timothy Sykes who teaches people how to trade stocks, but he's a very niche trader. He focuses on poor stocks, which are, you know, uh, penny stocks, very poor performing stocks. He looks for them to have a, a spike. And then what he'll typically do is short them or bet against them continuing to go up. And his rationale is, hey, these are penny stocks for a reason. They're badly run companies. And so if they're getting spiked because of a press release or some sort of hype, they're probably going to fall right back down to earth once the hype is over. And so he'll bet against those stocks and make money as they as they almost predictably implode. And he does very, very well at it. He tracks his returns. I've bought some of his training materials. I'm not getting paid to promote his uh, stuff, but I, I think he has a very viable strategy. If you're somebody who doesn't like to deal with customers, who doesn't like to do sales, who doesn't like to, you know, you're not maybe not a very social person, but this is something that you could do. Um, it's a great way to earn income on your own from anywhere and he's got a very tried and true strategy. I think the downside of that strategy for myself anyway is that I'm too much of a risk taker. So I have a hard time sticking with his strategy. I find myself trading outside of his strategy, taking some higher risk uh, trades and typically losing back any gains that I made. So I've, I've tried it. I decided it wasn't f for me. I'm just, uh, I'm, I guess I'm too much of a gambler to make it work. But somebody who's willing to learn and follow his tried and true method, you could do very, very well. And he's made some millionaires uh, in teaching his method. Another area that's obviously a huge one right now, and one of the reasons why I'm on TikTok, is the idea of being a, a video game streamer, content creator. And I think Harris Heller does this really well. Check out Alpha Gaming on YouTube. He's a streamer, he plays video games, and you can follow him on Twitch. But he's also got a YouTube channel where he puts out a ton of educational content about the, the business of becoming a streamer. He talks about the business model, the tools of the trade, how to monetize your stream, where he makes his money. He gets very, very specific. And this is a, a burgeoning and lucrative industry. There are millionaire streamers and there aren't, these are not the exception. These are becoming the rule. It's, it's an, it's still a new phenomenon, even though this has been going on now probably for you know, five plus years. There are more and more people getting online and, and streaming. And the key is the content creation off of Twitch or off of Mixer. Putting videos out on YouTube of just gameplay or, or educational videos, how-to videos. And then people coming over from those YouTube videos to follow the stream on Twitch. These guys break it down how much money they make from the ads on YouTube how much money they make from donations on Twitch, how much money they make from selling merchandise or getting sponsorships. And it's staggering. 
So if you're somebody who has a, a niche, it doesn't have to be video games, but something that you're willing to live stream and teach people about, engage with your chat. If you don't mind getting in front of a camera, that's a great way to build an audience and begin to monetize that. At the end of the day, the future of business is going to include all of these things. No matter what business we're in, we're going to need to be podcasting or live streaming. We're going to need to be putting out educational videos. We're going to need to be grabbing attention. Gary Vaynerchuk does a great job of talking about being in the business of trading attention. I've heard it said that attention is the new real estate. The more followers you have, the more you have the ability to get your message out. There's going to come a day where the voice devices like Alexa or Google are going to be the way that people buy things. I just watched a video where Gary was explaining to a bunch of mortgage brokers how in 13 years, the way you procure a mortgage is going to be by saying, hey, Alexa, get me a mortgage. And if you, as a mortgage broker, don't have enough name recognition for that person to say, hey, Alexa, get me a mortgage from David Scott, then you're going to be in trouble. That change is happening slowly. We're not there yet and we are a ways off, but obviously we need to be adapting. Attention is key. For my business, I need that attention. I need that name recognition. And so for whatever career or business you're going into, especially if it's entrepreneurial or sales focused, you need to be thinking about how can I get attention? How can I push my name out into public consciousness so people think of me and they think of me as being synonymous with the area of business that I'm in? So regardless of what's important to you for your fulfillment, fulfillment and happiness in your career, think about that. How can I get attention? How can I get that recognition? You may not be a people person and you may not be comfortable in front of a camera, but you may be a skilled writer. Start blogging. Write posts on Medium. Those do very, very well. And if you're a good writer, you can get a ton. I read a, an article where a guy does nothing but write articles on Medium and he, he talks about how he's consistently making uh, a, a healthy six-figure income simply from blogging on Medium. Other people do nothing but podcast. Some do nothing but post on YouTube. Whatever it is that you feel comfortable with, pick that niche, but pound it. Create content. The content creation business is becoming a career in and of itself. There was a book I read, and he was a, it's a book by a gentleman who has a pool business. It's called They Ask, You Answer. And he began to simply put out content blog posts and such, answering questions about the pool business. And soon he became the authority on the internet for people, anytime they Googled you know, information about concrete versus fiberglass pools, uh, different questions about pools, his blog would come up. His, his answers to those questions would come up. And he became known as an authority and just incredibly impacted his business because of that attention he was getting. So there's a lot of ways to do it, but the attention is going to become the main thing. So the, thing I'll the thought I'll leave you with is this. When you're thinking about your career, especially now we're in a post-pandemic environment, COVID has changed a lot of things. It's more acceptable to work remotely or work from home. A lot of people have been laid off from traditional jobs. Sadly, I've downsized my business because the customer base 
is changing. We don't have the need for as many people to drive out to customer locations anymore. It's becoming more of a Zoom call type of industry, at least right now, and this may change. Maybe a year from now, the pandemic will have blown over and people will be desperate for human interaction and that'll become, that'll go back to normal. But right now things are in, in flux and there are a lot of people out of work. And if you're in that situation, I just really encourage you to ask yourself, what can I do that meets my desires and that I'm passionate about, that meets some of those criteria of whether it's freedom to work from home or freedom to travel or security, what can I do for myself to earn an income and how can I build it around those requirements? Really curious if you have some ideas or if this uh, jogged some thoughts for you, let me know. Just send me an email or, or you know, leave a comment on whatever uh, platform you're listening to this on. I'd love to hear from you and hope this helps. Have a great day.